0: Welcome to BDO in the Boardroom, a podcast series for board of directors and those charged with governance. Each episode features a topical discussion with board peers and subject matter experts on both trending and timeless boardroom issues, covering a myriad of issues including, but not limited to, mitigating risk in the increasingly digital world. Navigating your board career from landing your first board seat to succession planning in support of the next generation to other top-of-mind issues such as ESG reporting shareholder activism and the insights we share through the BDO Center for corporate governance and financial reporting Be sure to rate review and subscribe on iTunes or Spotify. Let's get started
1: Hello, and welcome to BDO in the Boardroom. I'm Amy Rojic, director of BDO's Center of Corporate Governance, and I'm very pleased to sit down today with my colleague, friend, and our firm's technology evangelist, Brian Miller, to discuss benefits and challenges with respect to the auditor's use of data analytics in their execution of annual audits. So this is one of several podcasts in a series exploring the application of emerging technology and analytical techniques being used to enhance audit quality. Before we begin, a bit about my fellow BDO partner, Brian. As BDO's National Audit Data Analytics and Emerging Methods partner, Brian sponsors multiple BDO technology initiatives, both domestically and internationally. Brian works closely with the firm's leaders to set audit innovation strategies, to evaluate short-term and long-term priorities, and to establish the measures of positive impact to BDO's future. He's very passionate about shrinking the space between improbable and possible, and the space between possible and routine. So He's also my good friend and my go-to for a champion of all things that will take us to the next level, both technology-wise and philosophically, which is a great combination to be in tune to. So Brian, welcome to BDO in the boardroom. Thanks, Amy. All right. So data analytics is a broad term. When we refer to data analytics in the context of an audit of financial statements and internal controls over financial reporting, what are we really referring to?
2: Yeah. So the the definition I think I'm most fond of uh, describes audit data analytics as the uh, science and art of discovering and analyzing patterns, anomalies and extracting other useful information uh, related to the subject of an audit through analysis, modeling, visualizations, uh, any dimension that can assist in the purposes for for planning and performing the audit. What does that look like in practice? Mm, there are standard areas of the audit now that analytics are almost universally applied uh, inventory estimates, payroll, uh, substantive analytical procedures, revenue, three and four and X way matching. Um, then there are industry specific routines in financial services and healthcare and nonprofit, manufacturing, commercial industries. And then there are wholly custom analytics that solve very specific business problems in very particular ways, all of which are meant to direct our attention to those parts of the audit that matter most.
1: Right. So so I guess can we talk about some of the benefits that you've seen that have really captured the board's attention with regard to the use of analytics applied within the audits? And, you know, most, most frequently that would mean the audit committee or those charged with governance of a private entity.
2: Yeah. So analytics have been around for some time now. Uh, and I think understandably today's board's demand that we can identify errors and inconsistencies more accurately and more efficiently than traditional procedures might allow, uh, for example, using traditional random sampling or e- extrapolation. You know, and our, our service delivery model really demands that we demonstrate our efforts are directed principally to potential risk areas and anomalies in areas of, of higher risk. So with respect to analytics, the the boards that we have the best experiences with are the ones that have pretty specific views of what amounts to an outlier or anomaly in their business. And then the joy for us is being able to demonstrate how our tools can quickly surface those types of things, uh, as well as items that require examination as a matter of professional standards. That, That sort of approach, paired with the perspective of a really good experienced team, uh, that know how to apply the tools to identify risks and, and patterns that may not be immediately apparent through traditional methods, those are the engagements that are the most fun, and those are the ones that typically provide the most value.
1: Right. So maybe on the flip side, maybe you can share some of the challenges that may need to be overcome.
2: Yeah, well, the I mean, the inverse, the inverse is, is also true. Um, when we have clients or, or prospects that don't necessarily have a mature view of what constitutes an outlier or anomaly, but rely more heavily on the audit and the auditor to provide that information, those jobs tend to be a little more difficult, a little less efficient um, because you know the scope and the objectives of the audit are are less defined. Um, more tactically, you know, extraction, transformation, loading, while increasingly automated. Can still present some challenges um, when there are, for example, uh, disparate systems or limited data hygiene or inexact controls around data. What we've observed over the last few years is a really kind of cool byproduct of increased use of analytics and audit are instances where the board and the auditor are working together to identify opportunities for continuous improvement in the audit process, typically where the organization's governance and risk management practices are focused on data and data integrity and data reliability and good standardized processes, the business becomes more efficient, as does the audit.
1: Yeah, and I'll I'll echo those sentiments because certainly of the boards that we're engaging with, there isn't a significant interest by actually the entire board on all of anything and everything related to controls over data so what what types of data they need to maintain how it works through their organization to your point how our systems align to to make sure of the integrity of that data so all of that is really becoming front and center if it hasn't been already with audit committees um, especially now as we get into all of the advancing technologies that both companies as well as their advisors and auditors have access to so maybe i can switch here and and talk about how is bdo specifically thinking about these benefits and challenges in order to enhance audit quality that we're delivering
2: yeah I, i don't think there's any dispute that audit data analytics can help auditors identify and draw attention to areas of risk uh, more accurately and and more efficiently than traditional procedures. Uh, th- that's a given. Uh, at the same time, uh, as a result, there's greater scrutiny of information produced by the entity uh, than ever before, including, as you mentioned, the relevant controls over data and data integrity. Um, you know, the the pictures, if you will, are only as good as the information underlying them. So I'm I'm really proud of the partnership that we have with our professional practice group, and we consult with them. A lot. Uh, The standards as they are currently written, understandably focus on definitions and requirements of of procedures rather than the overall persuasiveness of the procedure. Uh, But we can feel that kind of shift happening. What's what's really interesting right now and really challenging is to watch the standards evolve and keep pace with how quickly the tools are evolving, because it's clear um, that the firms, the regulators and the markets all have a mutual interest in modernizing the audit to keep pace um, with the market demand and and the talent the market uh, demands in terms of how they want uh, their professional experience to to work. So we're we're just as focused on modernizing the people experience as we are on the technology uh, development because the next generation of talent, the next generation of stakeholder, the next generation of investor, They're connected, they're ultra networked, they're poised to create widespread change um, as as employees, as practitioners. They're not only intuitive with the ability to harness technology changes, but in my experience, uh, our youngest people demand it. They're the agents of the next big change uh, and it'll be crucial for firms like ours to understand their motivation, their beliefs, their potential. And emerging technology has a huge uh, uh, role to play in all of those aspects.
1: Now, great, great comments there. So, so maybe just to kind of focus back to the board as a whole, what what are the questions, you know, for, for the board members, particularly the audit committee, should be asking in their oversight of the audit with respect to the use of analytics?
2: Well, the one, the most common one, and I think the most exciting one is, is show me. Um, yeah. Provide some preliminary data to, in a you know, in a sensitive area, of the audit, along with views as to what the company believes is an outlier or an anomaly um, and demand that your providers show you what they're able to do. Um, I'm personally rather bullish on this notion that that this sort of approach um, will become a more significant driver of, of fee arrangements in the future. How difficult is the data to extract? How much data cleansing is necessary? Does it reconcile? How well is it controlled? These sorts of um, interim or trial experiments are mutually beneficial in in any number of ways. It allows the company to evaluate uh, the capabilities of their potential auditor, but it definitely informs the auditor's ability uh, for creativity and for uh, the extent to which new and, and novel approaches Ah, uh, to the subject of the audit are are possible. so the the number one recommendation I would give is 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 show me and and ask your practitioner to to prove their capabilities
1: right. and And I agree with you on, and and I, I hearken back to kind of show me the value, right? Show me the value of the work you're providing to ensure that my financial reporting is the best it can be it has integrity, is is telling the story of, of what our business is doing to, you know, to benefit investors, right? Because at the end of the day, we're all in this for the protection of the investing community, as well as the stakeholders at large. So I, I I absolutely agree with you. I think, you know, as a as a profession, we need to be sincerely focused on all of the changes that are at our disposal and how we can manage those. And then I feel it's, you know, our job to explain that to the audit committee. So, you know, we have a lot of companies where, you know, the audit committee may be highly savvy in terms of a technology capacity and a basis where other other groups may may not have that knowledge. So I think it's our role to really define that and explain the importance of the audit committee's role in ensuring that what we receive from management of the company is in its best way, shape and form so that we can take it and really provide thoughtful insight.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think the ability to, to take our technologies and and bend them to the mutually agreeable outcomes of the governance group as long as well as what the firms are are compelled to do, that's that's exactly where we want to be. Those are the clients that we definitely create the most uh, uh value through the, the audit for. And those are, like I said earlier, those are the ones that are the most fun. Those are the ones that seem to um uh give the most kind of gratifying work experience back to our professionals as well.
1: Agreed. Well, Brian, I really appreciate you weighing in on this important topic. And um, I know we'll have you back for another segment. So thanks again. And thanks to all of you for listening in and tune in to more from BDO in the Boardroom.
0: Thank you for listening to BDO in the Boardroom. Past episodes and related insights are available at bdo.com slash BDO Boardroom. Or you can go to iTunes or Spotify to rate, review, and subscribe. The views expressed by our guests do not necessarily reflect the views of BDO. For more information on the BDO Center for Corporate Governance and Financial Reporting and the resources we provide, visit BDO.com slash BDO Knows Governance.